This is where the fun begins. Welcome to the CantoCast, where the geek conversation runs deep and the Star Wars chatter gets deeper. So grab a snack and settle in, because Tristan, Jeff, and Jason are coming at you. We would be honored if you would join us. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome to the CantoCast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And believe it or not, we are back with a normal episode. More of our traditional format is back, and that is thanks to some news that has come out about multiple things within Star Wars. And also, besides that, as usual with our normal episodes, we have a topic. So we are very excited to kind of be back in the normal setting for once and not doing some odd commentary or odd podcast. It's nice to (laughs) get back to our roots just at least for one episode here, just for a little bit. But with that, I think I'm going to let Jeff or Jason, whichever one of you decided to do it, I'll let you guys get the topics uh, introduced and we can start from there. Sure. We have picked out today, we're going to talk about episode 9 wrapping, which JJ obviously sent out his fourth tweet the other day, letting us know that, with a pretty awesome picture. We're going to talk about uh, Triple Force Friday, the new figures that are coming out. And just a little bit more news on JJ and the stupid rumors about Brian Johnson's trilogy not being made. Is it being made? Is it not being made? And of course, then our main topic is our most annoying characters in Star Wars. Tristan, did you want to go ahead and kick off? One, pick one of those topics and yeah. kick off? Uh, I, going to even our traditional style, let's go with news first. Uh, we can talk first about JJ. I just want to talk about JJ. Uh, not only wrapping up nine, but just how JJ handles marketing, social media compared to every s- single director that uh, you know, pretty much on the planet. He's he's different, which which is good. I'm sure there's directors like him, but he's the one that stands out the most to me. Anyways, yeah, nine wrapped up filming, I guess, or photography, uh, probably filming too, I would imagine. Um, which is which is cool. That means that we're gonna slowly, once you know, stuff starting start to get edited, we may get you know a teaser. We they may be you know, work in full force on a trailer for Star Wars Celebration. To me, Star Wars Celebration is the perfect time to drop a trailer. We'll see, though. We'll see what happens. I, I know JJ, he's kind of the master... He, I call him the master of marketing. I think he um, did Episode Seven brilliantly. He, he created this just immeasurable hype that will never be replicated. I, I really don't think it'll be replicated ever by any movie, not Star Wars or not. And so to him post something like that, you know, that was a pretty significant event for him and for everyone involved. So that's awesome. I bet it was a really bittersweet moment for them to, you know, finish because they just finished a whole trilogy of Star Wars movies, you know, for crying out loud. But, you know, all good things must come to an end. And it's something that they're always going to get to look back on. But that's kind of my two cents. What do you guys think of it? Hey, want to go ahead, Jason? Um, yeah, I mean, it. <clears throat> I remember, what was it? I guess it was August of last year when JJ posted one picture. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. It was like the, um, like, clacker board, I think it was. And people were like, oh, he's going to give us an in-depth look into the <laughs> you know, the, the process of making Episode Nine, And that was the last picture we got until this most recent one. Yeah. So, the first day or the last day of filming or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we got it. So, yeah. uh, and I, I mean, it's. I also heard read something that uh, the only person that knows the title of Episode Nine is JJ. He hasn't told anybody. He hasn't even wow. told Lucasfilm. Wow. So I mean, if if that's true, that's that's kind of cool that only one person knows. I also read too that uh, there is rumored to have been something sent out to theaters that was labeled. It was a film. It was labeled TT One. SW9, and uh, they're saying that it's the first teaser trailer for Episode 9, but they said, don't get your hopes up because they got the Aladdin teaser trailer like two weeks before the movie, before they even released the teaser. So, I mean, I still think we're a little ways off from saying anything. I mean, I guess at this point, we're what, what, what is it, a month till Celebration? A little, no, no, no about no, no, a month no. and a half, month yeah, and a half. Yeah, month and a half to two months, yeah. yeah. For some reason, I lost track of time. I thought it oh. was March. <laughs> I mean, but, oh yeah, I, I wish it was. Trust me. <laughs> but um, 
I mean, I like the way that he handled it. Like, don't give us, don't give us anything. You know, let us speculate more than anything. And um, I think that first picture with the clacker board was perfect. And I think the last picture with the the three mains was just it was just it was like a nice little capper on everything. Yeah, I think JJ's going about this the right way. I mean, come on, just don't give us too much too soon i think this has been fun just like not knowing you know when oh, we're yeah. get, getting stuff and yeah i do believe the first trailer will come at celebration and i think that's when i think the title will maybe drop maybe like a week before celebration so they have time to set a logo set in the logo and stuff for celebration but i wouldn't be surprised if the title's not dropped at celebration too I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, I, I, I that I would be. Su- hang on a second. I wouldn't be surprised if the title was attached to the teaser, and that's the first time anybody saw it. That's true too. Yeah, they yeah. could do that. Just, just have a teaser of the logo and the title. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I, I think. But that- Ron Howard came out with a little what poster board on a little right. video on Twitter saying right. solo, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something sweet and simple like that you don't have to show us any footage for a teaser just tease the <laughs> title and have us talk about that until celebration that that would be an interesting way to do it uh, I actually am personally hoping for just one giant reveal of everything episode 9 just like go all out with the displays and you know the props they're gonna bring bring on all the cast bring JJ just do a massive reveal and just pump that energy in the Star Wars celebration, like it's it's Star Wars celebration is the perfect platform to get people excited about Star Wars, whether they're there or not. It's just right. the perfect opportunity, you know, they've created. It, it's pretty much it's Star Wars Con is really what it's, it's yeah. what it is, and it's yeah. official. I won't be there physically. I know I won't be, but I will be watching the highlights. Yeah, but I'll be seeing it. Panels, yeah. So. You know? Um. I would have gone, but they decided to sell out of tickets. I'll be curious. I'm curious to see, and just because of this reason, I'm curious to see how crowded Star Wars Celebration is this year. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be. It's, I bet it'll insane. be packed. I just don't understand how it sold out yeah. so fast. Like, not even they couldn't even get out of that first weekend that they had them on sale. Like, you couldn't if you were planning on buying them a week later because you know you wanted to take time to make a large financial decision. <laughs> you couldn't do that. You had to just impulse it, and I didn't want to impulse, you know, that. And uh, I, unfortunately, remember Star Wars is Star Wars is dead. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember that, everyone. But yeah, there's no news. There's no new movies. There's no TV shows. Yeah. There's nothing. It's just, it's just frustrating. You know, I, I just, I should have impulsed. I should have impulsed it because after thinking about it, I decided it was a good idea to go, and then. I got to get the tickets and everything's sold out. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I even heard that on April 11th, which I believe is the first day of celebration, that Bob Iger is having, oh, they're having some kind of other event where he's going to announce and un- unveil the, like, the, the platform for the new streaming, the Disney Plus streaming service. Wow. And give well, the- that's only... That, that, that's only for shareholders. That's not for us. Right, but it's it's happening like the same time as Celebration. So people are thinking, so what, the people at Celebration, it's the first day. Are they going to get to see the footage? Because uh, it could possibly be the Mandalorian that they decide to show to, uh, you know, what do you call it, uh, unveil Disney+. Plus. I doubt it. But. I think if so, they if they unveil anything, I'll just be like, "Here's what the menu looks like. Here's what the logo looks like. Here are the subscription." Yeah, rates. because because I don't expect that to drop until late summer, early fall. Oh, the actual service, or yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like the yeah, I I don't expect us to see anything of it until then. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. think the service is supposed to drop in the fall. Well, at least I hope it is, because. Uh, if it drops anytime soon, I'm not going to be able to afford to get it right away. <laughs> no, well, I, 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 I can, I, I mean, I, I'm obviously don't know, but I can almost guarantee it's not going to drop until at least yeah, August. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. I, I'm really yeah. more. I mean, we already know what it's. You know, we already know it's going to be a streaming service called Disney Plus. Like that's that's out. That's the obvious. But I'm more interested in the subscription rates. What are they going to charge for us to? 
you know, what's what's the price tag on their shows? From the initial word I heard, he said it was going to be less expensive than Netflix. Really? Yeah. So wow. I don't. I think he's going to have packages though in tiers. Okay. You know, if if you want just the basic this and that, it's this much. But if you want to be able to get, you know, all the Star Wars, all this and that and this and that, it's going to be this much. So I'm going to have to wait and see what, you know, what comes out of this meeting he's having. You know, wait for the news to drop and see the price points and stuff and decide. Because yeah. if I have to, whatever I have to pay to get all the Star Wars stuff, that's what I'm going to have to pay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, oh, well, but yeah. But when he first said it was going to be less than Netflix, like really, wow. Yeah, that is that is surprising. I would have thought it would have been more than Netflix. You know, in, in mm-hmm. the you know Disney is usually pretty proud of their product. They usually charge a, a handsome price. I tell the right. people they go to Disney World that. Uh, <laughs> but making yeah. it an affordable thing, that I did not Where expect that. If it, if it start, it might start out that low. Yeah, but I'm pretty. It's going to go up over the years. I, I think that once uh, everybody has it, right, right. I think that um, Disney has actually been like price-wise really reasonable with the consumers in Star Wars. Like you're not charging an arm and a leg for shirts, action figures. I mean, I haven't bought a whole lot, but and I don't know how much they cost before Disney started. You know, really having their name on the on the toys. But those do seem, I mean, they seem reasonable, but they're, they're definitely up there in price compared to what I think they could be. But Disney, actually, I've been surprised with how accessible, you know, they've made it for everyone in general. For Star no, Wars. They haven't been doing bad. No, they haven't. I don't know. I mean, Jason, Jason usually, he's, he's more of the collector here out of both uh, Jeff and I, I yeah. think. But how has it been, Jason, with, like... I don't know if you. I'm sure you collected a lot before you know Disney came around. But how have they been in the collectors market? Um. Well, I mean, you know, with these Black Series figures, I mean, we didn't really have anything like them before the Disney acquisition. Um. But you know, I mean, of course, with inflation and everything, like I remember back in like the '90s and stuff, I was getting figures for like. Seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, somewhere in there. Um, now I think the three and three quarter inch figures. I think they're only maybe nine ninety nine, ten ninety nine. I, I don't wow. really buy those ones anymore. Okay, those are like um, kind of the smaller, you know, hand play. Yeah, the, yeah, ones, the, right? yeah, the, yeah. The the ones that are like the uh, ones GI Joe. Right, figures. right. Ones that you would see, you know, a, a kid playing with, you know, in in his room or something. Yeah. Right. Okay. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's not a prohibitively expensive. I mean, even the Black Series figures. Like, I mean, I know there's been talk of them raising the price on them from the 1999 that they are now. But um, I mean, even like I said, 1999 is not that bad for a right. six-inch action figure. Okay, so but. so, so th- they're they're within reason. Yeah, I think so. That's good. That's good. Um. I'm not sure, because, you know, as a kid, I did have, you know, Star Wars action figures. I never paid for them, because I wasn't, you know, I was a kid, uh, but I guess maybe they was... Anyways, um, fact of the matter is that, is hopefully, you know, that kids are still able to have, you know, a decent amount of access to action figures, because I know I did, and that's something that I think every, you know, every kid needs growing up. I agree. I think, I think you know, kids need that you know, the imagination right. factor of exactly. everything. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Um, but with that, that's, I mean, that's really all I can really think about, about the ser- streaming service and um, what else? Oh, yes. Yes, the rumors. The rumor rumor mill time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, there have been some rumors circulating, and I have no idea where they started. I just heard from a few people that it was actually a thing. But there are rumors, if we can call them that, shambles. There are words floating around that Ryan Johnson's trilogy has been canceled. And the only reasoning that I've been provided from anyone on this that actually believes this is because he hasn't been giving us any updates. Ryan Johnson hasn't been giving us any updates, and neither has Disney. And that's their that's that's their source. That's that's their concrete, hard facts and evidence. Is that because we haven't heard any news about it within the past few months? 
It must it must be canceled. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it, it was ridiculous. In, in my opinion, very ridiculous. That was their only reason. Yeah, after a day and a half or so of seeing those ridiculous rumors, I'm happy that I saw this article in Collider saying, you know, Ryan Johnson confirms that no, I'm still working on my Star Wars trilogy. He didn't even have any idea where, why it got started. Well, so. I'll tell you why it got started. It got started because some clickbait websites and YouTubers <laughs> needed some of that ad revenue, so they just brewed up a story real quick and threw it around. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets echo chambered by people who actually believe it, and that's how, how clickbait works. We all know it was Mike Zero that started it. Come on. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I Honestly, I don't know who it was. I'm sure he's always working in conjunction with a few websites to kind of, like, oh, if we release it all at once and make it sound serious, then people must think it's real. But right. it doesn't work, obviously, because as, as soon as something comes out of his mouth, you're just like, okay, so that's not true. <laughs> and then, right. you know, you, that, that's it. It's, it's kind of like it's getting your news but in opposite format. You know exactly what's not going to happen. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. but I don't know. What do you guys think of uh, the whole Mike Zero and Co. Um, situation? Uh, I try to avoid him like the plague, but every now and then I do like to, you know, click on his one of his videos. Not necessarily to watch the video, just but to read the comments of how many people are saying you are just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and where, where where do you get your sources from and stuff like that? So. Yeah. Yeah, he never really says ever that, you know, this is coming from such and such. It's always it's only coming from his mind, so he should he be classified as fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, fan fiction would be he, an accurate description. I guess you could say he has uh, yeah. zero credibility. There you go. There's there, there there's the name for the for the episode right there. I don't I don't know. Zero credibility, yeah. but we don't want to give many more. That's true. Publicity. That's true. That 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 that's yeah. Mike, Mike Zero. You you could almost argue. Okay, well he he's a good fan fiction channel. <laughs> he uh he he definitely expresses fan fiction in a very realistic way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's just it's insane that uh it's just crazy to think about people like that are actually out there, and they're actually you know getting. I don't even know money from something. You know, they're getting views from people from people who believe them. I guess is I don't, I don't know how that how that even works. Uh, uh, but but go ahead. go ahead. Basically, what it is is if you want to believe it, you're gonna believe it. Right. And yeah, of course, I always I, I never understood like people getting so bent out of shape over just some random person saying something like i could go out there and be like kylo ren turns into a bear at the end of this movie and, and you know my <laughs> sources say that and yeah. then they'll be like oh well well i can't believe it. i can't believe jj's doing this he's he's turning kylo ren into a bear it's like did lucasfilm say it did jj say it no and then don't take anything i say seriously because i'm just an idiot online you know yeah mm -hmm. i mean the, the thing is though is that i bet a lot of people i think mike zero he probably has a lot of subscribers let me see how See how many he has, real quick. Let me log on to YouTube. I can't believe I'm doing this. But like that—that's why I don't like—I don't subscribe to any fan theories or anything because it's like, yeah, most of them are so out there and far-fetched. It's like there's no way they're gonna do this, you know. Yeah. And it's Mike Zero has yeah, it's like I. No, go ahead. Good. Oh, Mike Zero. I was Zero. Just gonna say, and I, and I was—I was just gonna say, and, and unless. You know, somebody associated with Star Wars says it. Don't listen to anything anybody says. Not even yeah. me. No, yeah, yeah. That is, that is that's a good point. But Mike Zero has over a hundred and fifty thousand subscribers. Getting very, very bad. So mm. even even just you know a poor soul that just comes across this channel and sees like, because in YouTube there's this, and it, you know I, I understand why it, it is, but there's a stigma that. The more subscribers you have, the more credibility and the more accurate you are, I guess, in reporting stuff, news-wise. Because that anything. makes sense. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, I know, but you know, it's just how it works. I mean, whether whether we like it or not, you know, if 
people right. on YouTube are going to be influenced by someone with a million subscribers versus someone with 10 subscribers. It's just how the world works. But I think just anyone, mm-hmm. any poor soul that comes across and doesn't know any better and l- looks at a Mike Zero video and see that, oh, wow, he must be you know an established YouTuber with that many subscribers, so that must be real, and then they believe it. Mm. Yeah, like, like I said, earlier today I ran ran across a headline when I was you know looking up some stuff for the today's show and saw that oh yeah ray is killed off in episode nine and of course i i clicked on it and then i noticed whose video it was and it was mike zero's yeah so and you gotta look at his track record now on ray he said in episode seven that her real name was going to be kira and he said in episode eight she was going to lose an arm and now in episode nine, she's going to die. So his track record is stellar. Yeah, I don't see why not. You know what? Why you shouldn't believe him? Yeah, <laughs> that's really all I have to say. I have nothing else to say about that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we should just start stop talking about him right now. Yeah. So moving you, topics. You want to drive more people? Yeah, moving topics. What do we have um, left? We is there any news that we still need to touch up on? We had Triple Force Friday. We could. That's talk about. right. Hey. Yes, Force Friday. Finally, that would be mainly yours, <laughs> since you're the collector out of the three. Well, I guess uh, they've announced the third Force Friday that they're doing in conjunction with. I mean, uh, they've done it with Rogue One and stuff, but the Force Fridays have been specifically for the episodic films. But the the third one, which I mean, the name is kind of you know dumb. Triple Force Fridays, like. You guys can come up with anything more clever, but right. um, well, but, when I first heard of it, honestly, I thought they were doing like three Force Fridays in a row, and I was like, "Whoa!" Well, I mean, I, I kind of get what they're like because it's the third one, and it's also in conjunction with three separate projects they have. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's I think I believe it was October fourth is the day that all the new merchandise is coming out for. Um, well, for episode wasn't, nine. Speaking of, sorry, what was that? No, I was like, wasn't uh, wasn't Fallen Order included in that as well? Wasn't that like e- e- one of the parts? Yeah, that that's where that was what I was getting to. Yep. So did they um, just confirm it, the it, release date of? Well, well, no. Uh, ah. They said that it's mer- Well, here's the thing. They say it's merchandise related to episode nine, Fallen Order, and the Mandalorian. Now the log- the 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 the, the, the logistical side of me says that it would make so much more sense that you not only have like the action figures and stuff like that in conjunction with episode 9 and if there's any going to be for Mandalorian or Fallen Order but uh, you, you, Disney would be smart is, if they release all the episodes of Mandalorian and Fallen Order that day like that would make I think the most monetary sense in for them Yeah, and it well, would also make the most logistical sense for them I wouldn't know what to do first. If they released all of the Mandalorian and then they released, <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would know what to do with myself. Because I mean, they've <laughs> done. I mean, Disney didn't do it. it was this is when uh, George Lucas had it. Like they yeah. did when um, Episode Three was released on DVD. They had Battlefront Two come out the same day, and you know you could pick up Battlefront Two. Like it was like I remember Best Buy and stuff had a thing. I actually, I'm actually looking at it right now. They had you could either buy Battlefront Two or Revenge of the Sith, and you got a lithograph from the movie. Of course, I bought both. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like yeah, like they have little special tie-ins like that. And I think it would, like I said, make the most logistical sense in in their monetary uh, minds to release everything at once. How 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 was speaking? You kind of kind of still talking about marketing. How were the what were the marketing campaigns like for mid two thousand Star Wars? Like, what was the what was the source that you would you know you would get stuff from? Like, what would would you be like? Would it be like emails? Would it be just promotional things you would see online? Uh, you know what? Um, honestly, for me, for me, it was. I mean, because like there was no Facebook and Twitter and stuff when that kind of stuff came out. Um, for me, it was StarWars.com. And it was honestly, I would every Sunday take out like the Toys R Us and the Target and the Best Buy ad to see who was giving what away with what, you know, like, yeah. like 
like I remember when, when Revenge of the Sith came out, uh, I can't remember. Somebody had a coin. Best Buy had the lithograph. Somebody else had something else. I got like I bought three copies at three different places for three different people, and they're like, "I know you're just picking up. You're being nice and picking it up for me just to get the stuff, but you can keep the stuff." I was like, "Oh, cool." So I have all <laughs> this, all this promotional stuff, you know, from right, from like Revenge of the Sith and and the when they released the uh, trilogy on DVD. But honestly, yeah, that's what it was. It was mainly print stuff and stuff of that nature. Yeah. Well, that's and that's that's good. That's interesting to see how that. I mean, I, I don't know if it's changed that much. Now we can get you know information instantly from you know Lucasfilm and Disney themselves. But it's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. Each store wants to have their own exclusive promotional stuff to uh, to have. So, huh, interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I think so. Now that Triple Force Friday, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm sure we'll get more news. And I anxiously await the release date for Jedi Fallen Order and The Mandalorian and the Cassian Endor show. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I will just continue to wait, I guess. <laughs> but. Yeah, and I know, like I said, I'll be perusing my Walmart come midnight and mm-hmm. and yep. Target whenever they open that morning, so... Yep. I know that's where I'll be that day. I'll be good times to wait, I would say, with that. I'm looking forward uh, to it. I- I am too. I mean, I even have the next wave of Black Series figures pre-ordered, even though I have no clue how the heck I'm going to pay for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hey, yeah, there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah, I'll find <laughs> some way. I mean, they're not supposed to come out till April, so hopefully, I have a little bit more money to come then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Uh... <laughs> With that, are we ready to transition into our uh, wonderful topic? Sure. All right. Well, as you guys heard earlier, we decided it would be a good idea, for whatever reason, to talk about the most annoying characters in Star Wars. So, with that, um, I guess we we can just maybe go one at a time. We each give a character the noises and why, talk about it, and the next person goes probably the best way to do this sure all right so good old annoying characters anyone want to go first well you go first tristan okay i will go first the character i will bring up first is none other than zero the hut Hello there. so who invited you mama over there Zero the Hut. I think I've only seen this creature during the Clone Wars cartoon, although I'm not sure if he has some miserable presence somewhere else. No, I think think they realized their mistake. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the moments, one of the few moments where Clone Wars becomes a double-edged sword, where yes, it's an amazing show, but unfortunately they brought characters like zero the hut up from from, i don't from hell (laughs) and put them right in front of our eyes so zero the hut to me oh my gosh was one of the most annoying like you you, you, a face you could just so easily punch someone you just Mm -hmm. you just look at them and in the first second it's just pure hate and that's it like that, yeah. you, you just you just hate them from the moment you before they even said a word before you just see them, and you know I absolutely hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that to me is zero the hut. Like so annoying. Dialogue is awful. Voice makes voice. me want to want to rip my my eardrums out. And he just looks ridiculous too. Look, you know, yeah, a purple a hut. Purple- yeah, with like these yellow, I don't even know markings going. I just let ah, zero the hut is just. I'm I'm glad. I'm so glad. Is our spoiler alerts allowed for this character? Oh my gosh! I mean, that was like we're closing <laughs> on like ten years now. I think you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his Sad death was one of the most and, okay. And, and that character that killed him is a whole another whole another. I'm sure topic we'll be talking about very shortly. But I was just his death. His death was it was too quick. It was too, too painless. <laughs> it it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. He got lucky. Lucky that you know he he doesn't deserve that death. He deserves something way worse. 
Mm-hmm. But what do, what do you guys think of Zero? Uh, you, you pretty much wrapped it wrapped it all up. I mean, yeah, I the voice, the oh, just just the look of the character, the, the, the presence, really. annoyed by the presence of, yeah. of him, yeah. And yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Pretty so, much, if uh, when, when he was on, you're like, oh boy, this is gonna yeah. be one of those episodes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're like, uh, okay. <laughs> and I think he's one of those characters. That I don't think any Star Wars fan can defend him. I I don't no, think there's any. So. I don't think there's any way that anyone reasonable, anyone within reason, could. Yeah, I don't think anybody. I haven't seen anybody go, hey man, I like Zero. Leave me. Leave him alone. Leave Zero alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think pretty, it's a pretty collective effort to hate Zero. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that the name Zero in Star Wars just does not <laughs> does not bode well. Oh, it does not God. bode well. But yeah, it's true. With uh, okay, who else? I enough talking about Zero. Let's move on. Maybe maybe there'll be something better, but maybe not. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can top Zero, but. Uh, I mean, I got a care. His 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 companion was uh, also worthy of mention. Yeah. Well, my my first one I will mention is New Gunray. Oh. Yeah. Now I I don't have anything against his species. Talking about what do you call a a weak leader? If that's what even what he was trying to be, he just seemed to buckle. At every, I mean, he freaks out when Qui Gon starts coming through the door. Doesn't know what, you know, doesn't know what to do. the The only thing I, you know, that really didn't bother me was actually, you know what? No, everything bothered me about him. Even his voice, his dialogue, just uh. But but then again, he's so quotable. That's is he? That's the only problem. Oh yeah, yeah. I hear people are taking all the time. Really? I can't think of a single gun. Oh, um, yeah. Episode one, they, it's turned to a meme. All the meme dialogue for episode one is basically gun ray. Um, oh, yeah. Now sh- there uh, shoot are two her or something. Isn't that? Oh yeah. Now there are two of them. It, shoot her or something. Is that a? Is that a gun uh, ray quote? Which one is? I'm trying to think here. Um, yeah. That, now there are two of them. This is impossible. I think that was another. Yeah. Yeah, now there's two of them. I think it's one of the memes I see floating around there all the time. So yeah, there are a few. Oh, Gun Gunray, yeah, like you said, weak, absolutely weak. He gets, you know, it's it's just, oh, man, he he's a total puppet, you know, for whoever yeah. wants to use him. And he, and he yeah. acts like a puppet. That's the only problem. I mean, if he was a stronger, if his character. Seem well acted stronger. I I pro- would have probably not bothered me as much. So yeah, I think yeah, it was just sure. the weak, the weakness in them that bothered me, the most. So yeah, definitely. It's just <sighs> Gunray, Gunray, Gunray. Yeah. Uh, he dies right in episode, in episode three. Yep, Anakin, Anakin, Anakin Vader, Vader, Vader. Yeah, Vader. What one of the one of the best things he does? All he's Vader. <laughs> and he's like he he promised us peace, and he's like, nope, dead. And it's like, yep. well, yeah, I'll, I'll show I'll show you peace. <laughs> yeah. And quiet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Internal peace is what I'm about to give you, but. <laughs> um. Yeah that that was uh, that was a good that that was a good ending. I'm glad yeah. that both Zero and Gunray died. Yeah. Um, Jason, you got any characters you want to throw in the pot here? Uh, this was tough. I mean, I unconventional one. Um, that's right. Uh, you there? Yeah, hang on a second. Okay. Just well, a second. Sorry yeah. about that. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Um, stupid thing disconnected. I was but, gonna uh, say something happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have an unconventional one that I can say after this one but um the one that i don't like is he's a special edition edition i guess you would call him okay uh uh he is in jabba's palace oh, no. he sings that stupid oh, jedi no. rock song 
Yowza, I believe the guy. Oh, is he the guy that just like just screams, screams? Yeah, he's like, ah! yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have guy. to mention him now. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Moving on but, now. But, but I, can, I can mention his uh, singing partner though, because she was one of mine. No, oh, that, that's oh. the person I was talking about earlier. Just that like, whole band. That whole band, except for Max Rebo. Max Rebo is the only one that I like. Like the thing, the thing is, is it's an unnecessary scene. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it's like the song that was there before was more than serviceable. It was actually, you know, perfect. Oh, and yeah. it just it's it's just I I just no I can't I can't stand them. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Bring back Lofty Neck. Yeah. Uh, it's uh. It, yeah, I remember just it pans in and it shows him screaming with his mouth open and it just shows all like, yeah. the saliva. I'm like. I- uh, I, don't, I don't need to see that. Like, like I, I don't, get, I don't, no, it's like, no, I don't know. need that. I get you're trying to establish an absolutely filthy place, like, within Java, <laughs> like, just to show Java's palace, but that was yeah. just, n- no, thank I I close my eyes every time that comes so up. Much. I either like look away or close my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I can taste it, I mean, <laughs> oh. Oh, it's just, it, I, I just look away whenever that, that, that little bit comes on. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, uh, you know, I'm just gonna look away until I hear the screaming stop, and then I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm back to enduring, um, the, the, just that whole that whole song sequence. Yeah. Like I said, Max Rebo is the only one that I like from that entire. Well, that entire thing for me, I, I like Sai Snood. Uh, Sai up until the special edition. You yeah, know, and in the Clone like, Wars too. She's well, yeah. <sighs> Far from, like, far from ideal. Uh, zero, baby. Yeah, that, that voice, again, oh, the voice. Yeah. Oh, my Jeez. Yeah, th- talk about... <laughs> the worst couple, the most annoying couple, I think, is easily... Yeah, Zero and, and Sai. What a name, Sai. S-Y. Yeah. S-Y. She should, start singing, she should start singing Gangnam Style. <laughs> That, oh, that, that's yeah. what you do every time you see her. You just sigh. Uh, yeah, or cringe. I yeah. cringe. So, sigh, cringe noodles. Yep. Yeah. Sigh, cringe noodles, and zero. The hut. I, I don't. I can't even come up with a nickname for zero. <laughs> zero Mike. Yeah, zero Mike cut. Yeah. <laughs> just flip the names around, and what's the difference? But yeah. Oh jeez! I'm trying to think of anyone else. Like those are the Jabba's palace in the huts. The huts in Jabba's palace just stands out above all else. Um, oh yeah, we it's talking ke- keeping with the theme of Jabba's palace. We have to go with Salacious B. Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's he he does. He doesn't bug me. He doesn't bug me. Oh uh, well. Lucky you. Because to, to me, time... I don't like. I don't think he does enough to annoy. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, his, his like, yeah, voice, like, you know, that little... laugh. Yeah. That laugh <laughs> may get you, but I actually kind of like his laugh. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have. Tell you the truth, I think I actually have his laugh. As one of my notifications on my phone, so okay, oh, I want to go. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's where I draw the line right there, maybe. But uh, what do you guys think of Sebulba? Sebulba? Yeah. 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 I would I mean, say he's annoying. He's just kind of a nuisance. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. He's a bully. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he doesn't bother me. 
I, I have one, though, that most people might not agree with, but Rush Clovis. Uh, Clone Wars. Dude annoys the crap out of me. Oh, my god. Remind goodness. me who that is? Annoy the crap out of me. Huh? Remind me who that is? He's, um, is he was the, on the Clone Wars. For yeah. He, he what? He was the romantic rival for Anakin. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, that's what I thought it was. I just needed... Yeah. Okay, yeah. He was just weird. Oh, annoying. I mean, the yeah, cockiness, yeah. the arrogance just bugged the crap. It was worse than Anakin's. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. Anakin was a saint compared to him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. He was... No one but, liked him. You know, no one likes Clovis. And, but no, I actually heard other podcasts when they were, like, reviewing episodes of The Clone Wars... Yeah, one episode where Anakin really kicks the crap out of him. Yeah, and I was there cheering Anakin on. Yeah, other people said, "Oh, that was just so brutal. That was unnecessary. What Anakin did." I'm like, "Excuse me." Uh, I <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I'm like, that arrogant dude needed to be put in his place, man. Yeah, I'm like, one. But yeah, he just he just bugged the crap out of me. I guess arrogant cocky people like that I just really bug me so yeah yeah that's ugh. Total. you guys want my you guys want my unconventional one yes sure it's uh, uh, I uh, people are gonna be like what um <laughs> what? because I mean you guys might be able to figure it out uh, but this character does nothing no, this <laughs> character does nothing but just stand there and look cool. Boba he Fett. doesn't do. Boba yeah, Fett. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the main reason why he annoys me is because people are like, Boba Fett is the coolest Star Wars character ever. It's like, no, the, he's not. The armor is the coolest ever. Yeah, the yeah, armor's, the armor's cool. cool. The character is pointless. Yeah, he annoys me. I think it's because people are like, he's so cool. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. The the only substance you get from Boba Fett is from what was whatever was in comics and in, you know in like books and video games. Nothing from the movies ever suggests that he's a he's a formidable foe. I mean, he gets taken out by Han Solo when Han Solo was blind. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it, he he's not exactly impressive in any of the episodes besides his ship and his armor. Super cool. But him himself just oh. super lackluster, almost like a phasma. And let's be honest, he got the ship from his from Django. So. Yeah, exactly. The ship isn't even his, and the armor isn't even his either, for that matter. No. Nope. Nope. Isn't it just pretty much a like? It's just a faded. It's just it's Django a re- armor that's faded. Is isn't it a repainted Django armor? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. I I always thought it kind of just kind of faded to that, and he must have like did something. Oh, it could but... be. Though. Because you, you look at, like, not the armor itself, but more of, like, the body glove, and that's, like, super yellowish and worn, too, compared to right. what Django had. It was black and, like, functional, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then you get Boba. It's just, like, this really faded... Uh, yeah. and, uh, I, I can understand. Okay, yeah, maybe he was a pretty feared um, bounty hunter. He Honestly, he was just riding the coattails of Django at that point. <laughs> yeah. It seems like. Which, sorry to... Um, to to um tattooing sons i'm sorry to really rag on your favorite character but uh, like i said i'm probably yeah. gonna get all sorts of hate but no I, I i can see that he's boba fett i'm pretty just neutral this, on boba yeah this has nothing to do with our friend sam over at tattooing sons yeah. you know it has everything to do with boba fett being stupid yeah <laughs> and, and sam if you want to you know at anybody you can at jason yeah <laughs> At Darth yeah, Cavana. It's nothing to do with your your favorite character. Yeah, he just yeah. I, I'll take it. I don't care. I'll take the hate. I don't care. Bring it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm, I, trying I think of, I'm trying to think of any unconventional characters. I just that annoy me or I just don't like that everyone else does. Um, I'm trying to think. Mm. I there's not. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of people like oh you know we like people that people characters that people you know enjoy but i don't i have one that's not annoying character but it he oh oh i do first saw him he didn't fill my expectations i should say and that's that's thrawn ah 
And now you can at me, people. <laughs> I like Thrawn. I like Thrawn. Uh, I liked. I, I'm gonna say I liked Thrawn before he was introduced into canon. See, that's I, I never knew him before Rebels. I never knew who he was, and I just heard everyone talking about, oh, how great this guy is, and he is he is such a feared bad guy, and he is such a badass. And when they introduced him to Rebels, I'm like, yeah, hey, he's cool. He has a cool voice, cool demeanor. He's cool and calm and collected. He, he he's a good leader, but my expectations aren't met. He's just <clears throat> not this big, grandioso. He he still didn't top Vader for me as my favorite Star Wars villain. So I don't know. Yeah, to me, he's um, he's very uh, bland in the canon because I I think uh, with the way he's written, I especially with the books. Right. I think Timothy Zahn was handcuffed by the story group because with his original Thrawn trilogy, he could kind of just do whatever he wanted, you know. Um, he because he had a whole sandbox plan because there weren't going to be any more movies. There was no story group back then. Okay. Now I think he's he's painted into a corner, and I think he's extremely boring now. Yeah, I mean, yes, I know people are going to at me and go read the books. I plan on reading the books. It's just that good I have, luck. I have to find time to read. The I can't. Book. I can't even get. I can't even get halfway through the first book. I've tried reading it three times. Oh really? Yeah. Well, there we go. I, I might be. I might be the same way, and then put it down. And go. Well, I tried to read it, and I couldn't even get through it. So, don't you know? Just let me have my opinion on him. So, I, I still think he's a cool character. He just had. He didn't meet my expectations. Everybody talking about him built my expectations up so high. And I was a little bit disappointed. So, that's that. Yeah, I, I will say, actually, I was actually, it just popped into my head, and I may even get hit from my own co-host on this, but that's fine. But <laughs> one character that a lot of people like that I actually really can't stand is uh, Rose from The Last Jedi. Mm. And this, this at, is a at Tristan. <laughs> Tristan. This is a big talking point for a lot of people. But I, I do fall on the side of why I don't think Rose was beneficial to the story, personally. And I didn't really like her. I don't think her character was well-written, I think is what it comes down to. But yeah. oh, Hey, you know, I mean... That's a fair like, point. Like, I, honestly, I go back and forth on Rose. I think she's the character I, I most go back and forth on. Like, there's days I'm like, I, I really like her character, and there's other days I'm like, eh... She didn't really add anything, you know. Yeah, and and I have to be, you know, really careful, <laughs> especially these days when I go out and you know criticize Rose because. Well, the thing is, what? you're not criticizing her yeah. because she's not you criticizing know, the actress, right? It's but, exactly but it. But still, you're it, just it, not a fan of the character. There, there could be a yeah, that's it true. Has but to do with uh, Marie Tran. It, so. it, it has become a very touchy subject in that sense, to where. Even if you are talking about the character, some people may misinterpret it for you going right. after the actress because of, unfortunately, Which the trolls. Which, no, yeah. Like, I, I can't, I'm just saying that Rose as a character did not work for me. And right. I think more of it even, which didn't help her character, was the subplot that she got thrown into as well. Okay. You uh, know, like, that was another bite. thing, too. It's like, okay, well, here's a new character that hasn't had any development, and then we throw it into a pretty much a pointless subplot. And it just is kind of like, you know, just the perfect storm to make a bad character, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's and like, well, maybe she was, you know, maybe yeah. she, for some reason, was, like, accompanying Ray, and she was kind of like this this person, like, one of us, like, just a regular Joe, observing this force training. That could have right. added something, but the whole, with her and Finn, and then it adds in that really awkward, romantic tension now that's there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this just doesn't feel right at all. Yeah, and it's another perfect opportunity for you know episode nine to enhance her character. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So some people's opinions hopefully might change. Here's or the thing: the, like, they the, might like just enhance. I think the majority like. of those people. I don't think anything's going to change their mind because they have it in for the actress, well, not the character. Yeah, the, the real hate. The real haters, yeah. The real haters that don't like Kelly Marie Tran, which I cannot believe. How, how can you like hate someone that sweet? That's uh, she's I, so nice. I know she's so nice. You can't not like so, her, you know. She's I mean, super nice. That, that's, I mean, 
yeah, Rose, Rose really, <laughs> I didn't have a strong opinion on her one way or the other. She didn't bother me and she didn't annoy me. She was just there as part of the story and, you know. How was that? I mean, and yeah, that. at the end of the day, that that's what it is. So, but yeah. It's, the the real haters, like Jason said, that really have it in for Kelly Marie Tran, are, their, their opinion is not going to be swayed, but with someone like you and maybe other fans that understand character and actress are two different things. Right. Something might happen in episode nine that will change their opinion for the good and maybe change, maybe bolster their opinion like, see, I told you Rose stunk, you know? Right, right. So we'll have to wait and see. And to me, the worst part of it was whenever she... I knocked Finn out whenever he was about to like sacrifice himself. I really thought that Finn taking himself out would have brought way more weight to the whole to the whole oh. trilogy. I really yeah. thought that should have happened. Yeah, the first time I saw that, my wife's arm, like her hand was like digging into my arm because she. We really thought Finn was gonna was gonna die. We yeah. thought Finn was gone. Yeah. So do we. And I was like, okay, this just. Like this, I, I thought if if Finn would have died, it probably would have made me like the Last Jedi a whole lot more because that to me was the most most meaningful, significant. It would have been the most meaningful and significant death that to me it totally would have set up Episode Nine, you know, in a, in a very very you know great way. But right. instead, they decided to kill Luke Skywalker, and that to me just doesn't fly. <laughs> at least the way he went out so to me nine's like okay well you killed luke you killed snoke what's left i mean yeah. Ky- kylo is cool ray is cool uh i i get it is their trilogy that is true it's supposed to be their trilogy but you know oh. what, what, what can you do to make it an epic finale <laughs> as like, you were just naming characters there i just thought of a character that i'm sh- well he doesn't personally annoy me but I'm surprised his name didn't even get brought up yet. Uh, General Hux? Oh, yeah. Does, Does he annoy Hux you, though? No, he doesn't annoy me. I'm just... I hear other people can't stand him. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. I, I kind of like him. I, I like the fact that he's this hot-headed, you know, out-of-control... General. ...and sometimes yeah. crybing. I love that. It, it but, shows the, the very immaturity like you look at the first order it's a very immature force yes, between kylo is. and hux you know it's very almost unorganized yeah, they're, they're they're a younger generation and in the empire in the original trilogy they all seem to be middle-aged older yeah officers more organized can, yeah hux i think embodies what they're trying to do as showing that hey these guys are immature yeah they really don't know what they're doing and when they get upset they throw a fit, so that's what I like about Hux. No, I hear like other podcasts saying, "Oh, I really hope Hux bites it in this one." You know, I like, hope Hux actually kills Kylo. That would be Ooh. a really cool twist. There you go. That would have been the first time in Star Wars we would have seen you know some people on the same side killing each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we almost saw it in uh in Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, Hux has has he he's shown he's had those temptations. I think Hux. Oh. Now I think that the whole the opening sequence, like his and Poe's Skype call, greatly detracted from both characters. Like how much I like them. That scene, yeah. of course, it's a love it or hate it scene. I'm just on on the yeah. side that just can't stand it. Um, I I still think it's funny, but that's just yeah, I I did too, but. Yeah. Like you said, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Um, to me, to me, that felt more like a parody scene. That felt like something like would, that would have came out of Robot Chicken, yeah. not out of an official film. Yeah, I could see that. I'm like, wait, this it. is exactly when Emperor Palpatine was like ordering food in Robot Chicken. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> wait, th- wait, this was a parody before it was actually in a movie. Like, this, yeah, it, it just set to me. It just made Last Jedi have a very weird, weird vibe straight from the get-go. I was like, okay, yeah. I have no idea what, like, what is this movie gonna be? Is this gonna be a, a comedy? Like, I was like, what, what the heck? Right. It, it just, it, it didn't, it didn't hit, I guess, for me, like it did for some people. But, 
So yeah. I guess we're wow. I think we're winding down our annoying characters. And see, no, no one mentioned Jar Jar. See, see no? people. Jar Jar. I mean, I, I don't Jar-Jar mind Jar Jar now, but I think Jar Jar is like that low hanging fruit for people at this yeah, point. Yeah, he yeah. is. I mean, yeah, he, he is. He's just, you know, he got his hate. He got years of hate. It's time to move on and talk about other characters that are yeah, more annoying. Yeah, it's like, enough. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, we just get it. We me. get it. There, there are other characters more annoying than Jar Oh, yeah. Jar, you would, oh, yeah, I would take Jar Jar over Zero any day. Uh, I, I want to see Jar Jar kick the crap out of Zero. That's what I want to see. But oh, Zero's theory. already dead, so... Yeah, who could Jar Jar kick the crap out of, in theory, in, in the remaining Clone Wars? What if Jar Jar comes out oh, wow. and... There, there, there is a theory for Jeff to get behind. What if Jar Jar is in this last season of Clone Wars? <laughs> I think he will be, I mean... Cool. He can be in the last... Last season of Clone Wars and have him kick the crap out of Rush Clovis for me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, that, that'll be sweet. I've heard that some people don't like some of the bounty hunters like um, Zan Wassell and Ara Singh. I heard Dengar. And Dengar. Dengar? Yeah, Which really? I don't know how. Dengar is yeah. one of the coolest in my opinion. I, I love know. Dengar. I can't believe people don't He's, like Dengar. That's weird. D- Dengar is one of the ones that look the most rough and tough to me. I know. He looks like a true a bounty hunter. around his head. I, I know. I know. It's, it's just he looked really... I mean, you no, people think that Boba Fett looks cool. No, Dengar is... Is where it's at. He's the character that they they should be. He had to praising. bring up Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he he had to end this you know podcast with a bang. Oh but, my goodness! But yeah, I, I don't know how. Zane Wessel, like um, you know maybe Salacious just really didn't have to me that much to do to make me annoyed by her. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people are giving her hate either. But who knows? Well, that's really all I have for like I guess annoying characters. I know we kind of actually somehow it trailed into last Jedi talk, (laughs) but it it was good talk. It was good talk. Yeah, that's what we do here. So. You just trail it off to something random, but um, yeah, and that's when you know it's getting towards the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, I think that's I think we can wrap it up. I mean, we, we hit the news, got a good discussion over our uh, the more different characters of Star Wars, and <laughs> uh, with that, I think we can wrap it up. We should all hopefully be back for next week. We're on a good streak here. We've probably gotten a solid. At least a month worth of recordings, just you know, yeah. just every week we're able to meet up. What is next? Is next yeah. week the last last weekend in February? No, yeah, yes, one more weekend yes. in February left. Wow. Yep. Well, Tristan, do we? I I don't I haven't checked, but do we get any patrons yet? I let me check right now. I'll check right now actually and see. I don't think we have. I mean, I could be wrong, though. No, I don't think we have either. I think we'll get. I think uh, we, we get notified whenever there is a. Um, right. Yeah, let me check. Uh, meanwhile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. I gotta verify. Uh, uh. This. <laughs> These stupid click the street signs. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm doing I'm doing uh, store storefront right now. Uh, you just love that. Yeah. Um. No. Nope. Still zero patrons. Yeah. That's that's sad. Nobody loves that's us. Sad. No one. No. No, no love. No love. Come on. Come on, people. Come on. You Where guys you know you get? want to. Come on. I, see? I like quality audio content like this. <laughs> Quality. That's right. I thought that uh, I, I see when I was going through and making the uh, the reward tiers, I thought they would actually be attractive, and maybe I was wrong. <laughs> you know, I just don't cry. It. It's okay. Don't cry, Tristan. <laughs> maybe you just need to keep like tweeting out and posting up every week or something. I don't know. Like, come on, for only five five bucks a month, you you can you can choose a topic for us to talk about. I mean, you you can dictate the course of the show. Crying out loud. <laughs> Ten, ten bucks a month, which you know, we're offering you a guest appearance on, on the show. 
and who wouldn't want that? And even, on, for a, right? even for a buck a month, you know, we said, yeah, like we'll we'll post stuff to y'all first. We anything random we throw up, it'll go to it'll go yeah. to, to our patrons. You know, if 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 need be, I'll throw you out the raw the raw audio girl, <laughs> yeah. before I even edit it. Edit it, so you guys can just get the raw everything. Yeah, I mean, we got we got a a whole a whole bunch of stuff here to. Uh, to uh to offer but you know yeah, I, I see how it is i see how it is world nobody loves yeah. us yeah <laughs> maybe i need to maybe i need to pimp myself out to some of my podcast brethren there that i know and have them like hey can you just give our patreon a shout out in your show please <laughs> just give our show a shout out for crying out loud <laughs> yeah just give our show a shout out but you know. no I, in due time in due time yeah but we will, say, we will spoil our whoever you know becomes the first patron. I will, I will say that. Oh yeah, yeah. Heck, even if you join at the one dollar man, yes, we might spoil so much. We'll have you on the show just for the heck of it. Yeah, as a first patron, first honorary patron. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Come on, yeah. the, the low hanging fruits out there, guys. All you gotta do is reach up. We, we'll treat you like a king for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> or a queen. Or a queen. Or a queen. Yeah, we don't discriminate. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, now I'm really going to get the hate tweets. Yeah. <laughs> now we're definitely not getting a patron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. That's right. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, come on, guys. I mean, we, I, we even have a good description. We got all of our art in there. Yeah. Yeah, Look, looks professional, don't it? Yeah, <laughs> professional enough. Yeah, professional enough for an amateur podcast. That's right. I got all you know. I got some Kanto, some Kanto bike characters in the tiers, and then for the one dollar tier, I'll, see what I try to do for the tiers is I try to uh, like make each like each picture represent, I guess the uh, like what the tier represented. So for the bouncer, I was like, okay, well, he was like a guard. And okay, well, the, the Gamorrean guards, for crying out loud, from Elvis yeah. Palace. Right. And then for the dealer, I chose, oh, you know, uh, someone that looked professional, a dealer. And then my high stakes gambler was actually, um, I actually kind of went on to StarWars.com and researched the characters, but the high stakes gambler, that's a, like, those are brothers that apparently make a lot of money on the gambling tables at Canto Bite. See? So. Yeah. He did his research when he did the tears, people. Look at that. Come on. I put time and effort and my blood and sweat and tears into it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, see? I am on the grindstone for you guys. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, 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 I think, I think it's we tried to, enough. So. Yeah, it's time, it's time to log off for the week, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate anyone just listening. You know, we, yeah. it, totally, totally unnecessary to... Um, yeah, that, you know, that was all, patron, you know, but. if you can't tell that we were just having some fun, then yeah, just having maybe a little... you need to go listen to Mike Zero's YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you want some sincerity, go listen to Mike Zero. <laughs> yeah. He's sincere. But, uh, with that, guys, and, and gals, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna sign off here. So, with that, again, thank you guys so much. Can't wait for next week, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And may the force be with you. Always. That's not how the force works.
evacuation code signal. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the CantoCast. May, May the, the force be with you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.